0: Bing! Yeah. Bing! Yeah. Yeah.
1: Please stop humming. I'm not humming. I don't have time for this. I didn't sleep last night. I've been sick for five shifts in a row now because of what you brought back from your trip to medical. Plus, on top of all of that, I'm in the middle of getting a name approved for a new, unnamed, unstable, and exceptionally rare material here. Whatever this humming is for, can it wait? I'm not humming! But I have kind of been waiting for you to notice something. Then you can keep waiting. Maybe waiting a little too long. Because whatever it is that you need will have to wait until the administrator that insists they are a scientist can get their feathers on a sample of this material that might be incredibly deadly. And then they have to tell me to rename this material after them. And then I have to rename it after them because handling the definitely radioactive, possibly hungry material will eventually kill them. Then, for as long as our society stands, this rare and valuable resource will be named in memoriam Dr. Davium, and I, some day, when I'm finally lucky enough to die will die with the knowledge that Dr. Dave is not a doctor. Speaking of radiation... Jonas, what do you mean, speaking of radiation? So, have you ever just for fun bought, just because you could, a souvenir? Jonas, read the room. We have the same job. It's not like we get vacation days. You don't have to be on vacation to buy a souvenir. It can just be a moment that you want to remember, like... uh, Like? Like... The lunch server finally remembered the color you like your protein slurry, so you go to your friend, who everyone calls Dangerous Anna, to buy one of their necklaces. Did you buy something from Dangerous Anna? Allegedly. What does allegedly mean? I don't know. What do you think allegedly means? I'm more concerned about the alleged necklace that is also allegedly humming. This necklace is allegedly radioactive. Then why are you wearing it? I mean, look at it. I look good. It's glowing. Yeah, like my personality. You need to get rid of it. Yeah, probably. Did you know it was radioactive when you bought it? Allegedly. Did you submit your radiation damages preform? Guess. Because we can't submit the Notice for Workplace Radiation Damages form unless one of us, not me, submits the Radiation Damages pre-form to the Department for the Health and Wellbeing of all lowly employees and designated contractors unless one of us, again, not me, don't look at me like that, has already submitted the pre-form. Did you guess that I didn't do it? And if, for some reason, our notice isn't approved within 14 days of our initial radiation exposure, we can't apply for the Long-Term Radiation Sickness and Damage Compensation Program. Is that a good program? Yes. Our day-to-day job doesn't change much, but the Department of Organic Reclamations will monitor our bodies as they go through decades-long radiation sickness. In exchange, we're allowed muffins are we not allowed muffins now muffins are not strictly prohibited
0: they are just rare attention all still breathing personnel the rogue artificial intelligence colloquially known as the mad baker's dozen that was recently incorporated by us has been quote contained and quarantined end quote we have been told to warn you however that the machine is still fully operational as you should be aware the mad baker's dozen ran rampant through its solar system snuffing out all life not directly necessary for the creation of quote the perfect muffins end quote
1: how do they always know when i'm talking about muffins
0: as a direct result of this incorporation All employees capable of consumption are now required to eat a minimum of three perfect muffins every day. Starting tomorrow, your daily muffin quota will be available for pickup from meal processing halls A. 113, B. 22, and D. 8. If you are unsure where your muffins will be located, or unsure of the location of any of these meal processing halls. Please submit yourself for an immediate quote, talking to, end quote. Failure to consume your quota of muffins will result in a semi-permanent demerit and additional muffin consumption duties. No additional break time will be made available for muffin consumption. Muffins must be consumed during approved times. The muffins are, we are told, good.
1: So now that everybody gets muffins, what do the radioactive people get?
0: Employees participating in the Long-Term Radiation Sickness and Damage Compensation Program can expect to be assigned five muffins per shift. Happiness is productivity. Jonas, do not learn any lessons
1: from what I'm about to tell you? I never do! Thank you for not submitting that form. So, how do I get rid of this necklace? Just try to sell it to someone new. Hey, Bethany. Not me, Jonas. Fine. Also, we incorporated God. Oh. Jonas, I didn't know you were religious. I'm not, and it would probably be a bad time to be religious since we incorporated God. Did you get the necklace because you think we incorporated God? What? No. Also, what do you mean by think? I mean that I went through this too when I first started sifting through the mountains of data. Most planets don't have a god because most planets don't have any sentient life at all. So the first time you see a planet with a big religion and a capital G god, it can feel like a pretty big deal. Yet it isn't. You'll find another one in a few shifts and another dozen after that. There used to be a form about it, but they made the folks' planet side too sad so we can't fill it out anymore. A lot of the early entries in the EBI were me thinking each god was a big deal when, at the scale of the data that we work with, it was just data. Okay, you feel that way now, and I agree. I added like four or five religions to the folder before I figured it out. Jonas, you are not ranked high enough in this department to add things to the folder. Don't worry, I already got rid of them. You were also not ranked high enough to remove things from the EBI folder. I can put them back? No. Also, why are we talking about this instead of getting rid of your necklace? Because we incorporated God. Okay. How does that make you feel? It doesn't. Really? I thought you'd be religious. Jonas, I can't begin to think about why you would believe that or I'll spiral. So why don't you feel about it? I don't feel about it because I don't believe you. Prepare to request seasonings because you will eat those words. Every fourth level planet has two or three people claiming to be gods wandering it. The stories are always the same. Not always. How is this one different? Because this one has a person there that created all the life on the planet. One person. Yes. Made everything. Everything that's alive. And was this part of a marketing stunt? Because that doesn't count anymore. I don't think so. Fine. That technically meets the company's definition of a deific being. They did pretty well. They made two or three sentient species. Better than I've ever done. I have to ask this because it was on the old form. Were they robots? What? Why would they be robots? Because, Jonas, I don't believe you. Right now, I'm hearing about this great and powerful god who didn't do any marketing and made a few sentient species. I don't think they were robots. Check again. Do I have to? I already turned the form in. It shouldn't take long if you're making the copy forms like I asked you to make. You're making the copy forms like I asked you to make. Right, Jonas? Hypothetically, I have made copy forms, yes. Then this should be easy. Aren't you gonna turn around and not pay attention to me for a while no oh did you see that no you didn't see that person walk past the space where our door should be no so you didn't see that they looked like the exact type of person to buy a necklace from me no i should go sell them a necklace
0: good luck jonas Just as a reminder, we should not have to remind you to not stick any part of your body into a mysterious hole. For starters, there are no mysterious holes on the ship. Every crack, crevasse, and hole is there, has always been there, and will always be there. Each and every one has been painstakingly documented. This documentation was, of course, a redundancy effort since all these holes had been planned from the start. However, if a hole is mysterious to you, do not stick any part of your body into it for any reason. Disciplinarians on the ship have been instructed, the holes deal their own punishments. Productivity is happiness.
1: Oh, Jonas, you're back. And I was so worried that you wouldn't come back, but here you are, standing in our empty doorframe, dripping sweat that one of us, probably me, will have to mop up. Glad to be back. And you brought the form you had a copy of. Oh, Oh, you know, since I was out, how'd the sale go? Huh? The sale. Oh, it went great. I was very charming. I can tell. Since you're still wearing the necklace. Oh, that sale. No, that sale didn't go well. Remind me, what was the other sale? Anyway, this form says that the caregiver lived on the planet with three species of organic sentient life and also numerous lower flora and fauna. Oh, it's the caregiver now. They were kind of like a parent to the planet, so yeah, caregiver. So this caregiver... Lived on a planet with all their organic little children, farming and ranching and engaging in acts of colonialism. Two were agricultural, one was decidedly not. There's always one, and no AIs or anything like that. No, I don't think there were any AIs, but I also don't want to have to run and make another sale to prove it. Right, another sale. Where did this caregiver come from? Off planet. They just landed there one day. It started forming the clay like the old stories on all the planets? No, there wasn't any clay. Oh, so they made three sentient species with nothing? I mean, their ship had a lab in it. Good, that's a start. Did you know it was just a bunch of magma and rocks before they got there? Nothing but liquid fire and solid soon-to-be fire. I'm still learning about the different kinds of fire. There's so much fire in the universe, and we can't use it for anything. I'll put it on the training schedule next to all the other things we'll never get to because you keep forgetting to make copies of your forms. What would you do if you could design an entire planet just for yourself? I would live there alone, and anybody that wanted to visit me would have to fill out a form, send it to me, and get it approved. I would never approve a single form. What about plants? You'll never get me to think about it that much. Don't even try. The caregiver started with plants. The first thing they made, they called it the green layer, was just a thin green sheet of plant matter that would cover the entire magma speckled surface. That sounds like a bad idea. It all died. All of it. Because of the magma? Yeah. You know, you know more about kinds of fire than you let on. I think the Caregiver and Dr. Dave would get along great. Lots of learning happened with the Green Layer. I would have just made do with the magma at that point. Yeah, you would have, but they weren't content with it. They had passion, drive, they put a little bit of themselves into everything they made. Ah, a true artist. Yes, but literally instead of a metaphor. They used their own body, the strings of their genetic code, to create the Green Layer. An unintended consequence of this was that the green layer was a physical but not connected part of their body. So when the green layer died- So did they. Only a piece of them. Like exfoliating when you wash yourself. Or having a limb amputated because you really want to fit in with all the cool people sticking their limbs into mysterious holes. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to ask questions about mysterious holes anymore, so I have to ignore that. Can I see the file? Sure. Have you been studying how to read these charts like I told you to? I'm currently teaching myself about charts in general. I don't know if I've gotten to that one yet or not. This is a pain chart? Oh, of course. I knew that. You didn't. Right. What does any of this mean? Basically, it means... Oof, is that a lot? It is. Here you go. No, turn it over. There you go. As you were. So this person, the caregiver, kept making stuff. More plants. Better plants. Plants that didn't need a lot of starlight and didn't need a lot of not magma around. The plants made air. The caregiver made more kinds of plants while the old ones died out. The new plants made more air and more air meant more rain. The rain and air broke down the dead plants into soil and cooled the burning magma. Then it was a green and blue orb instead of a red and black one. And every time one of those plants died off, they felt it? Yeah. Oof. It gets oofier. After the plants came the first animals. Have you heard of the food chain? Jonas, I taught you about the food chain in your first week here. Animals eat plants, Bethany. So stop me if I'm wrong here. What you're saying is that the caregiver, who you are claiming is God, ate themself? The answer to that is yes and no. Every time they made a new thing, it went out into the food chain and either ate another thing or it got eaten by another thing or it maimed itself on accident. The caregiver was just trying to keep their latest creation alive long enough to grow the planet's ecology, but the planet's whole ecosystem was them. Does this chart say oof too? That chart says oof too. That's all the caregiver. What about all the things getting eaten? They don't feel pain, just the caregiver. getting a lot of Dr. Dave from the caregiver. So smart, but... So dumb. So very, very dumb. The chart goes down after millions of years. Yeah, after millions of years of self-imposed torture. Okay, so it was a rocky start. But then the caregiver figured out how to put less and less of themselves into their creations. The new creations felt more and more of their own pain. Less of the animals accidentally made themselves. Things were looking up. But where did the sentient species come from? From the caregiver. But when? when the Caregiver finally figures out how to make a creation that has none of themselves in it. Then they made the First, whose pain was their own. Just a few of them. Then the Caregiver tells the first, the first to go out into this fresh world. Go out and make more of the first. Go out and enjoy all that I made for you. Go and enjoy the fruits of my labors. And then, since the first were fully independent of the Caregiver, the Caregiver goes back into their spaceship and takes a nap. So that's the first species of three. Why make more? Just couldn't kick the creation bug? The first were all well and good until about three days into existence, they started to hunt and kill all the earlier creations of the caregiver. And that hurts in a way that nothing hurt before. Flip the page over for me? Oh yeah, see that chart? That's an emotional pain chart. Take a look at it. That pattern indicates betrayal, with a tinge of conflict and a dash of tiredness. Mostly betrayal though. Imagine being betrayed by someone that close to you. I bet that would mess you up for a long time. It would ruin somebody like me. But luckily, I have this story right here to tell me exactly what not to do. Make a species of sentient killing machines to hunt down those that betrayed me. Enter the Second, with their thick shells and thousands of whirling mouths. The Seconds were hungry and would never be satisfied with anything they ate. They were built with the instinct that their next meal would finally be the one that would satisfy them. And then the war started. Great, the first and the second are too busy killing each other to hurt the caregiver anymore. That's where you're wrong, because the caregiver was so betrayed while making the second that they didn't want to keep themselves out of their new children. They wanted to make sure the seconds would never feel any pain while they waged war on the first. But every time one of the seconds fell, the caregiver was hurt. Every time one of the first fed themselves, the caregiver was hurt. Every time one of the seconds got too hungry and ate something besides the first, the caregiver got hurt. It was all hurt. So So enter the the third. third. Oh, we're melding. Two great minds finally coming together. If that ever happens again, I am going to word by word forget language. So it can never happen a third time. Speaking of the third... They were just a small handful of long-lived farmers, creators like a fraction of the caregiver themselves. They were made with all the parts of the caregiver that felt the second's pain. None of the other creations, just those that were made to hunt the first. The caregiver flew their ship out to the sea and made it into an island The caregiver, the third, lived there, tending to their gardens and sharing the pain of a world none of them would ever see again. Okay, let's look at the chart again. And they weren't even happy about it. So. Knowing all that, would you still want your own planet? I don't know how to make plants from nothing, so I think I'm safe. Also, check out this picture of the second. Oh, the caregiver was unhinged. Absolutely out of their mind. Wow, Uh, put that away, I don't want to look at it anymore. Did it get really itchy in here all of a sudden? Your necklace is starting to melt through your outer layer of skin. Huh. (laughs) Would you look at that? Can't look away. You should take it off. It appears that it has melted into my outer layer of skin and combined with it. They make a powder for that. Yeah. Please stop picking at it. But it itches. Well now your mandible is going to itch too. So I'll scratch it with the other mandible. That's why we have more than one mandible. That's not a permanent solution. That's easy for you to say you don't itch. Because I don't buy radioactive necklaces from people who have dangerous in their name. Come on. You can't say you're not a little bit tempted by the necklace. I'm not. Whatever. It's part of me forever now. You can't have it. Just don't come too close until your outer layer grows over it again. No guarantees. I'm a hugger. We talked about how violent I'd get if you ever hugged me again. So? So what? Did I make it? Back to the infirmary? Not yet, but either that necklace or me will put you there again, depending on how touchy you- No! To the folder! The EBI? Yeah! Was it extraneous? Yes! Was it interesting? Yes! Are you going to use this moment as permission to keep adding things to the folder every time you find something you think is just a little bit interesting or extraneous without asking me first? I feel like the answer is no. Fine. Maybe the illness is making me soft, but you can add this one. Talk to me before you add anything else, though. Bethany, you could not stop me from telling you about anything I find a little bit interesting if you tried. Ah, it appears that the necklace has found one of my bones. I'm going to pass out now. Can you take me to the infirmary? Jonas? <sighs> the answer was gonna be no.
0: Ink is written, produced, and edited by Monty D. Montalegre and Alexander Wolf.
1: Hi, my name is Alison Levine and I voice the character of Bethany.
0: Hello, my name is Raby O. Washington, and I voice the character of Jonas. Hello, my name's Ellis Macmillan. And I voice. And I'm Leah Cardenas. I read the ship announcements, as well as the credits. Find us online at inkthepodcast.buzzsprout.com for links to all our social media or connect with us directly at inkthepodcast. The Podcast. That's at I N C the podcast all lowercase all one word all the time as a fledgling show attempting to lift off we're not above asking you for a little help in spreading the word ratings and reviews on whatever platform you consume content on helps feed the algorithmic beasts that control all our lives from behind the shadows and if you're far too unplugged from the system for that Word of mouth has always been a wonderfully organic way to build a community. And we'd be delighted to be the latest podcast you tell people to listen to, knowing full well that most of them never will. One must imagine Sisyphus happy after all. Inc. is a production of Wolf Mountain Workshop. Happiness is productivity. Productivity is happiness.